like an animal stuck in a cage and I'm ready to break out. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop this time like the last time. You better get ready to race to the top. I'm ready to do this, show you what the truth is. I step on the field, it's time to get real. I'm feeling so ruthless. Ladies and gents, Jamie Alton here and welcome to episode one of the Mindset with Muscle podcast. We're back. Yes, we're back. And I'm so excited slash apprehensive. And the reason I'm apprehensive is I'll explain to you as we go into this podcast. But, you know, we had a great run over a year ago, 75 episodes, I believe, over 100,000 downloads a month. And a lot of people scratched their head and was like, why Why did you stop it? Why did you stop it? And obviously that's what I'm going to be talking about on this very first brand new episode. And I've titled this podcast, Five Things I Learned From Breaking Down. Now, a lot of people scratched their head and was like, breaking down? What do you mean breaking down? And I'm going to be going into quite a lot of detail about these five things that I learned. As you know, some of the biggest things for me is self-analysis, self-reflection, looking at the successes that you've done and looking at the mistakes. And it's something I kind of do every single year. Around that December time, it's a very reflective period and I start looking at the amazing things that I've done, but most importantly, the amazing things that I didn't. And I want to kind of rewind you back to 2016 and I'll tell you a little bit about 2016 and how awesome it was and at the same time, how awful it was too. 2016, I built and opened my first gym facility, Grenade Fit. I'd gone from a one-man army to suddenly having this business that was open 158 hours a week, 12 staff, and I'd never had so many staff before, and trying to manage such an overwhelming and incredible thing that was happening in my life. Opening my dream and you know, it's such an incredible feeling. But it wasn't just the gym that I was focused on. I was focused on launching a book, Mindset with Muscle. I was focusing on getting one of these podcasts out every single week. I was focusing on video content. We were creating digital products. And then around the September time, I decided to take on a incredible challenge to push a 140 kilo sled for 24 hours straight. And in December, I reflected back to my achievements for the year and what an incredible year it had been. Opening my dream gym facility, launching the Mindset Muscle podcast and it being one of the top five downloaded podcasts in the UK in the self-help, launching my book, Mindset with Muscle, which became an Amazon bestseller, and most importantly, raising tens of thousands of pounds for charity and breaking a four-man world record by pushing a sled for 24 hours. Wow, how incredible. And it was, the you know, when I reflected back, what an incredible year it had been for success. But at the same time, I'd let a few things slip. I'd become a very selfless person, putting the needs of other people first before my own. I was so focused on helping people get healthier, happier, fitter and stronger that I missed the people that really mattered. And when I reflected back, I looked at my daughter Eliza, looked at my wife and I hadn't spent much time with them. 
I'd spent quite a bit of time with Eliza, but I had spent next to no time whatsoever with my wife. And everything that we'd been doing that year, which was incredible, we weren't doing with each other. And it got to December, had a bottle of wine, a little bit of an argument, and it ended up me turning around and saying to my wife, do you know what? I'm out. I am out. I'm done. I'm uh, going to move out. I'm going to find my own place. And, you know, we're, we're going to part ways. We're going to separate and we're going to figure this out. And, uh, you know, the most important thing is Eliza. And, uh, you know, we're going to go our own way. And it got to that breaking point of me having enough, thinking that the, the way forward to continue on this incredible journey was to go it alone. And uh, what happened is over January, I moved out, which a lot of you might have got an inkling on because I moved to a flat, which I had called uh, Menlo Lab. And uh, a lot of people were just like, well, what's going on, Jamie? You're not, you're not at home. And, and that was exactly it. I'd moved out. I'd moved into my own place, got all my own furniture, TV, sofas, the lot. And I decided to you know, continue on this path alone. And I remember sitting down in this flat with all this amazing stuff which I just bought by myself, ready to start my plan of action into awesomeness for 2017. And there was nothing there. I was miserable. I was completely lonely and wondering what on earth just happened. I'd gone from December achieving everything that I wanted to achieve to nothing, to absolutely nothing. And it was this breakdown that made me break through and understand where it was that I was going wrong. And it was very interesting that I came across a book by Tony Robbins and he was talking about six emotional needs. And one that really, really hit home for me was two of them which fall in balance with each other. And that is love and connection and significance. And it's important to get the balance of the two. Significance is all about feeling unique, feeling your talents and skills are needed in the world and wanted in the world and striving to get better. But too much significance leads to loneliness. And on the other end of the spectrum, you have love and connection. It's important to be loved. It's important to have that connection with people. But too much of that equals codependence. When you have too much love and connection with somebody else, you are too codependent. Imagine if you were a little bit jokey, your gym partner. When you are dependent on them to get a good workout and they're not there, you don't have a good workout. And it's not until you start to go it on your own that you start to build back up. But too much building up on your own can leave you pretty damn lonely. And that's what happened to me. I was so focused on significance, so focused on my own journey of awesomeness that I just missed out that love and connection. And it took this breakdown to get this balance back. Now, just to let you know, everything is absolutely fine. Firing on all cylinders now. We worked everything out. We'd sat down, we'd had some long conversations and we worked through them all and we're back in the game and we have been very happily for the last year now. 
This happened in 2016 and we're at 2018 now, which is why I wanted to kickstart this podcast to talk about it today. And the five things that I learned from that incredible, scary, confusing experience. I'm going to kick off with number one. And number one is putting yourself before others is essential. Something that I say all the time is you can't serve others from an empty vessel. If you don't serve yourself first, you can't serve others. It goes back to that airplane analogy. And when the plane's going down, they say to you, put your gas mask on first before helping other people. Because if you don't, you're going to die. You're not going to be able to get any oxygen. You're not going to be able to breathe and you're not going to be able to help anyone. Now, as much as I spoke about significance and love and connection on that balance, selflessness and selfishness are on the same scale too. You've got to get the balance of it and too much of it is a bad thing. I'd become in my competing days a very selfish person and I achieved a lot of success. Why? Because all I did was put myself before others. But that wasn't serving others. That wasn't helping anybody else. And the only person that was getting successful was me. I wasn't making anybody else successful. And that is true success. Helping others to achieve success, you become more successful yourself. But what had happened is that I literally moved the scale from extreme selfishness to extreme selflessness. I was putting everyone else's needs the general public, my social media following, before myself and before the people that mattered. And coming to the end of 2016, I was incredibly selfless. And in order to sort that equation, I needed to tell people to fuck off. I needed to accept that I'm not going to get back to every email. I'm not going to answer and reply to every message. I am going to take a day off social media. I'm going to take a couple of days off social media. I even had a holiday where I took a week off social media. And what I want you to get out of this, number one, is to focus on where you currently are. Are you an extremely selfish person? Are you an extremely selfless person? And understand that if you are incredibly selfish, you need to focus on being more selfless. If you are incredibly selfless, you need to focus on being a bit more selfish. I see a lot of people who are overweight, who are unfit, that are incredibly amazing people. They're incredibly selfless and they put the needs of others before themselves. But what they forget is in 20, 30, 40 years, they're not going to be around to support those people because they're going to be dead. You need to sort your shit out before you sort others out. So that is number one. I learned to put myself before others because this is going to serve others better. Number two, too much social media is bad for you. We all know it. We all do. But we still check our phones 50 times a day. We still have all these notifications on and we still lose hours and hours and hours a day sorting out, dealing with other people's frustrations and angers. Learn to curate your social media and learn to switch it off. It's not easy. I'm currently on a phone swap Thursday. I'm recording this on a Thursday and I don't have a mobile phone. I literally do not have a mobile phone and I am my most productive and creative on this day. So, ladies and gents, curate your social media. Go through it with a fine tooth comb. Unfollow all of those pages that don't serve you. Unfollow all those people that don't serve you as well. Anyone who moans and complains and attention seeks, either unfriend them or, if that's going to be awkward, unfollow them. 
and then have a cutoff time for social media. Do not wake up and check social media. Wake up and serve yourself. Go for a walk, listen to an audiobook, meditate, fill your vessel before filling other people's vessels. You need to serve yourself. And that comes back to number one. Number three, sleep, 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 not hustle, hustle, hustle. I had literally burnt out three times in 2016. Why? Because I'd never run a business before. 158 hours the gym was open and I was probably there for about 110 of them. I'd put myself on reception. I was doing 40 hours reception work plus running the business plus doing everything else. And I was very much in the business rather than working on the business. And I used to be like, no, I don't need sleep. Three hours, good to go. Three hours, good to go. And what's changed so much now in 2018 is I have a great app called Sleep Cycle and I try and get seven to eight hours sleep every night. And it has changed the game. It has changed the game with my productivity as in I'm getting more shit done because I'm working harder, I'm more creative, I'm more focused, I'm more energized. Sod this hustle, 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 you know, sleep faster. Focus on getting good quality sleep. Six, seven, eight hours, perfect. My kind of perfection is around seven hours sleep. That's a sweet spot for me. Some might need a little bit more or a lot more, and some can probably do a six and a half, I would say, as a, as a maximum threshold. But make sure you're getting at least seven hours. And number four, it's okay to say no. Seriously, ladies and gents, I mean, when you start out as a personal trainer, when you start having your business, you're just a yes man. You say, yes, yes, yes. You're taking every opportunity that you can. And it gets to a certain point where you are so busy and you have limited time that you have to say no. And a lot of people are scared to say no. There is a right and a wrong way of doing it. I like to have a criticism sandwich approach where I like to thank them for their offer, say politely no, and then literally close it down, but just appreciate that they've reached out and I wish them the best of luck. And I'm very, very, very ruthless with my messages, my emails, and my time now. I used to respond to every single message every single Insta, every single Facebook, every single email, and it would take me about four hours a day. And I wasn't using that time effectively. And now the way that I look at it is the things that I'm saying yes to means that I'm saying no to the people that matter. If I'm spending an hour on a podcast in the evening with somebody, it means I'm spending an hour less with my daughter. So when I look at it like that, it's very, very easy to say no. There are certain things that you have to say yes to. There are certain things that you must do. But if you're not being productive, if you're not getting things that are going to progress you further forward in life, you need to prioritize them and say no to others. And number five, be honest with yourself, your thoughts and your feelings. This is something I've spent many years doing, but 2016, I kind of slipped it a little bit, didn't really focus on myself, didn't really write as much down as I normally did. And it took till 2017 and most of this year to get back in the game with it and make it a practice which I do daily. Be honest with yourself, your thoughts and your feelings. Understand your fears and frustrations. Understand the biases that you have towards things that are hindering your progression. It's a very hard thing to do to take a long, hard look at yourself and say to yourself, it's all your fault. 
Now, this isn't a negative thing. It's all your fault. It's accepting responsibility for things. It's taking ownership of problems and then looking at ways to solve them. As soon as you pass the buck or blame somebody else, it no longer becomes your fault. And nothing gets resolved if you're blaming others. If you accept the mistakes and understand them, you can look at ways to solve them and you can look at ways to change them. You know, I had a long, hard look at myself in the beginning of 2017 because obviously I'm sitting in a flat by myself wondering what went wrong. And it was the whole significance, love and connection. As soon as I stopped being so selfless, helping others, as soon as I realized that I wasn't spending enough time with the people that I loved, connecting with them, removing myself from social media and spending quality time with them, then I realized that's where I'm going wrong. You know, I'm getting overwhelmed, overworked. You know, I'm not focusing on the things that make me better, my meditation, my journaling, my analyzing of those thoughts and feelings. And as soon as I started to get that love and connection back, all of these things started coming flooding through. So kind of a short and a sharp kickoff to this Mindset with Muscle podcast. And we've got some exciting titles to come over the next few weeks. But I just want to thank you ever so much for tuning in today. And I'm going to summarize those final five things I learned from breaking down. Number one, put yourself before others. It is so essential. Number two, too much social media is bad for you. Learn how to curate it and learn how to cut it off. Number three, sleep, 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 not hustle, hustle, hustle. Focus on getting at least seven hours quality sleep a night as a non-negotiable. App I highly recommend you getting, Sleep Cycle. Number four, it's okay to say no. Look at the things that are A, your income generating things, B, your energy generating things, and say no to everything else. Get good at saying no. Trust me, it would be a game changer. And number five, be honest with yourself, your thoughts, and your feelings. Ladies and gents, thank you ever so much for tuning in to this very first episode of Mindset with Muscle. I'm going to leave you with my favorite quote, and that's what you put in your body affects how you look and how you feel. And what you put in your head affects what you think and what you do. And today, you have been filling your head with me, Jamie Alderton. Ladies and gents, if you enjoyed this episode, please head on over to iTunes. Give us a review. Your reviews are so important because it allows other people to see this podcast and to listen to it and hopefully change their life. Thank you ever so much. And I'll speak to you next week. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. My time.